I want to learn to ride a horse like Galadriel and be able to have the balance where a spear and arrows being shot at me, then I can just dip down. No big deal. I need that kind of gymnastic work in my life. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Hard enough. Too much me. effort. Hard yeah. enough for me to properly grab something out of my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Matt and Heiner. Suffering, suffering, better red than dead. <laughs> Alex Purchase. <laughs> Marvin, I love it. Well played, sir. Well played. Um, yeah, we are here live to talk about uh, the Rings of Power and house of the dragon we'll start as always with the rings of power um but first thanks for joining us go ahead and hit the like follow subscribe bell notification button so you keep up all of our episodes uh, all of our lives things like that uh yeah with lives go check us out on facebook too that way you can keep up with all the announcements with live episodes things of that nature but yeah we appreciate you tuning in uh gonna give a quick shout out though uh after a long conversation Matson may not, or none of us may want to ever shout out Charles ever again. Um, but yeah, shout out to our uh, our patron Charles or JJ Screaming Goats. He uh, yeah, he got his quarterly re- review request put in the other day. Matson, you're muted, bud. Charles, <laughs> I was just calling you, aka Satan's left butt cheek. So you have no idea, sir. You have no idea based on what he requested so uh yeah, we're gonna have to talk about it <laughs> basically if you want to torture us check us check out our patreon and learn how yeah uh it's something <laughs> he he also picked the uh since he's the only one right now the we had a series of we had three movies we're definitely doing for october so he got to pick the last two uh based on a handful of movies i gave him so i'm gonna tell these guys what those are Alec, it's not as bad as you might think. So, all right. I mean, that. you're not going to love one of them at all. Obviously. But, but one of them's not as bad. So, it could have been really bad, but he spared you. Because I gave <laughs> Thank him you, all, Charles. I gave him all the chances in the world to really make it ugly. But uh, he, it's uh, your fault. Nah, but he, uh, he, he chose to spare you. Um, yeah, should be interesting. So, with that, let's talk about Rings of Power. There's a lot to unpack here a lot happened in this episode um it was a good episode i enjoyed it i want to learn to ride a horse like galadriel and be able to have the balance where a spear and arrows being shot at me then i can just dip down no big deal i need that kind of gymnastic work in my life yeah it was pretty cool hard enough too much effort hard enough for me to properly grab something out of my fridge That's fair. I mean, I've almost, back. almost fallen out of my chair a couple of times, so I, I can't even imagine riding a horse scary. Those things go fast. Uh, can we first talk about how this started, this episode? Yeah. With them bringing down the freaking tower? Yeah. Like, that was an insane sequence, and Arondir just keeps on getting better and better. Yeah. Like, holy um, smokes. I was surprised at how many of the humans and orcs actually survive that to be honest like 
because they were locked in there. So they did pretty well to survive. I mean, I realized that it wasn't that big of a tower once you were in there, but it was a lot of rock coming down on them. So, oh, yeah, huge, tough bastards. Hey, Adder, I wasn't worried about it. Just stared that right in the face. Yeah. Well, he's the bad guy. You can't throw throw back to Lord of the Rings three with that orc that they were hurtling the the things from the Gondor Tower and he just does a little step to the left or right or whatever. <laughs> I was like, my man. Yeah, that's funny. That was funny. Yeah, I look at some good TikToks out of this episode. Like the whole <laughs> freaking beefcakes thing. That was funny. Yeah. It was yeah. some big old beefy burritos from Taco yeah. Bell. No kidding. <laughs> It was surprising uh, how big some of them were. Well, I was that was what thought about it because I was like, these are supposed to be orcs. They're supposed to be impy dimpy little shrimps, and this dude's like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. And granted, he was the only one, so I figured it was that they were looking for that shock factor about having this big old tough orc. Dude's been toning, building all those <laughs> caves, and just yeah, that <laughs> <Like> got <a> beefy. <laughs> yeah, dude was big old orc. Though I did find it interesting, and we'll just jump right into some lore there that I'm sure some people are really salty about, because uh, it's a it's a deep cut fifty fifty split on uh, the origins of orcs, or as we hear in this particular episode, the uruk uh, that they were created from the elves being tortured. That's a that's a deep cut that I've always followed because it came from. Uh, a series of uh, it came from a book that was written uh, by the man himself, Tolkien, but he also had some literature that like contradicted that fact. So it, a lot of people are iffy on whether or not, but as involved as the Tolkien estate has been uh, rumored to be with this series, I think we kind of got some information that some people probably didn't want to have at that point. I did like that whole reveal, though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of, oh, yeah, we're called Uruks. Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't care either. Because the entire conversation leading up to it was dope. Where he's like, yeah, I I killed Sauron. Yeah. (laughs) Because pretty much the entire Second Age, that's what Sauron does. He just dies over and over and over again. Um, Yeah. But Adar, at least, seems to think that he's gone for good. Uh, at least gone enough to move into his old house. So he's that's why he wanted the the mace sword thing, so he could just have it. And no one else would screw with his plan. Because did but but then it, he wanted to create the volcano. So you're saying he can move in there because he killed Sauron and he was just going to take his his throne basically. Pretty much because Sauron picked Mordor because he got three mountain ranges, right? So it's extremely defensible. And then if you have Mount Doom, who's erupting repeatedly you have ash in the sky blocking out the sun and yeah. the orcs need the shade um, that makes sense yeah. um one of the in that conversation between the two of them he kept uh Gladry kept mentioning his children are we talking about how they make orcs i just wanted some clarification there in the lore what i was because you guys understand especially um alec understands this better than i do well, when a mommy orc and a daddy orc love each other, Madsen, very, very much. <laughs> yes. That was good. That was good. I like are there, it. Are there lady orcs? That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, see them though, because they're too busy making babies. But again, like orcs are created though, like through dark magic or something. I'm still fuzz in this detail. So is Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> so the how do i explain this there was and i don't even remember what it was which book it was that he talked about um but there was a book that tolkien wrote that was like kind of it wasn't even it wasn't any of his major unfinished books it was more like uh oh what was it it was like it was like an appendices like the lord of the rings has but it wasn't a Lord of the Rings appendices. It was the annals of something. And I don't remember, but it was just another set of notes that they turned into a, a published book at some point. And what it was is, is in that, that particular book he wrote in these notes that um, there was elves that were tortured. Um, they were taken by Morgoth and they were tortured to the point that they were, they they were taking control of their darker nature um was brought forth and they were enslaved and and at the time it was melkor he morgoth was melkor and which they can't use that in this series but um same guy just a different version of him and so he tortured them and then they were the first were first orc were created um and they were it was done in order like melkor did it in order to like mock uh the eldar to just say haha look what i can do to your people because he was a dick and that's so that's what he did now again the problem was there was other writings that he did that contradicted that it never outright said that they weren't tortured orcs mm. but it was hinted that they were created in a very different way um so anyway just depends on which camp you're in but it's been mm -hmm. it's kind of like one of those each each fandom of nerds has their sides that they'll take like and that's one of those places where there was some split in the fandom of lord of the rings and tolkien and yeah i've always appreciated i like the idea of a dark elf and the elves that were turned into orcs i like how they played this in the show to where he wasn't full orc like he even held on to some of like the elven traditions like the whole seed thing at the beginning of this episode i thought was very interesting because you can see that he wasn't completely bereft of what who he was before he became and Uruk. So I liked that. I really appreciated that they gave him that. Whereas most orcs, they're just orcs. But it was also an interesting concept when you're having that conversation. It kind of gives the orcs a little more humanity for the la for lack of term, better term, but like they're at least more you're more sympathetic to them because what he's trying to do is give them a home, right? At least trying to give them somewhere to be versus they're just this vile group of creatures that just destroy everything. So I, I thought that was an interesting take, giving that side of the, the orcs. Frustrating for Gladriel as well, as we saw. She could not come to grasp with the fact that he wasn't just evil incarnate. Yeah. And he had great arguments. Yeah. I think that's what you look for in a, a villain, a compelling reason to 
lead the cause. And I, I mean, that dialogue was gold. Um, and I'm glad he's not dead because I was like, oh man, like, no, like, don't, don't take him from us. Uh, I was happy to see that there's more to be played out here. Yeah. Should be interesting. I, I'm curious, I, I guess for me, the one thing that stuck out with this is that whole conversation where Adar thinks he killed and maybe he did at least that version or that body of uh, Sauron in order to save the orcs up in the far north. And he did so in order. And with that, it makes the stranger seem more like he could be Sauron reborn because we don't know how that looks, right? We've never, we know that he comes back as did Morgoth most of the time, but we don't know how that, what that process is. We don't know. Um, we just know that when he gets killed with, once he bleeds his soul into the ring, when he's forging the, the one ring, he can't, he can survive. His soul can survive as long as the ring's there, but he can't, without the ring, he can't put himself back in a physical form. Whereas that that hasn't happened yet, so he can put himself back in a physical form. So, are we seeing the 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 intro to the stranger being Sauron's shapeshifter form? I I, I don't know. It, it puts more question marks on the stranger for me. I was pretty convinced he was a wizard or a Maiar of some sort, and now I'm like, based on that conversation, the timing the the with the whole prophecy thing it, it would make more sense to me now if he's if he's actually sauron could be there was that whole thing though in an earlier episode where he talks about the comet landing and he kind of hinted at sauron if he killed sauron what was the point of that like True. that would be my question is you know he seems unless he was feeding galadriel a ton of horse shit fair I mean, which is possible. I mean, that's it's not like these people were ever like completely honest, right? So, I mean, Sauron could be somewhere chilling as Anatar and, and Adar could be working for him. It's not like he couldn't be a good liar, right? The only thing that triggers me to believe his story was when the humans were asking, were like pledging to Sauron and that face he made to the old man before he he made him kill a bunch of people. That didn't look like the face of someone that was that looked like a pretty true. I don't like this Sauron guy that you keep trying to say I work for. So that's why I kind of believe Adar does think that he killed Sauron. Yeah, it's just weird because you think that he would know about Maya and their eternity, for lack of a better word, being one of the Eldar. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's something in there that either he truly believes that Sauron is not coming back. Yeah. Or he's feeding people a line for some other reason. I don't know what it is. But so I got to pull pull this out because this whole Maya and thing in people they're like eternal and everything. So in Lord of the Rings when Sauron's in the tower with the eye but the rings destroyed, does that like finally take him out like all Horcrux versions of Sauron are gone. Um, is that how that works? Yeah, because when he makes the rings, he pours, like JJ was saying, his essence into it. Further down the line, when Numenor sinks, he loses his body and he loses his what's called the fair form, his ability to shapeshift. So he's tied 
to the uh, ring now. And that's okay, that's move. the that's the thing that's keeping him in yeah. the round. Okay, okay. So he mm. tied his life force to it. Yeah. So when like Gandalf, we what when I like read the books and when we thought he died, he didn't die. He came back as another kind of like version of himself. But this one happened to be like what I thought was more well, not even what I thought more powerful for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He got okay. sent back because his job wasn't done. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the only one who was actually doing his job, so he sent him back. Yeah. Great lesson in corporate America right there. Yeah. <laughs> you got more work now because you're the only one doing your job. Here you go. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. thanks, thanks for that clarification. The other part of that conversation at the end when Halibrand came in, and obviously he Adar clearly did something to him that he doesn't remember, and then he asked, who are you? And um, he, um, Halibrand paused but then walked away. We didn't obviously get an answer to that. What speculation do you all have there? So that's the other half. Yeah, that's (laughs) the other half of if it's not the stranger, again, I could stick to Halbrand being a a shape-shifted form of Sauron um, because it would make sense. Oh, I guess, yeah, the emotion there. The animosity towards Adar because Adar gutted the dude, right? So he tried to kill him as Sauron. So... the tie in there or it's just the legitimate this story is what it is and and how brand had a woman because that really you could tell it triggered him but was he playing i mean look sauron is a he's a sneaky fucker so or guy so you can like really catch on that he could be playing that part because adar gave it to him right like he doesn't seem completely truthful or believable like i feel like there's some shadiness there that they keep kind of leaning into a little bit. Uh, I don't know. That's just the vibe I get. Oh, he's definitely shady. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a man shady. of the South. Men of the South, like the Southron men are, that's, they're known for not being good. So unless he, because one thing that Alec and I had a quick text about it that Alec brought up that I was like, ah, oh, that's interesting because now the South is, it's Mordor. I mean, yeah, that's got to move. Yeah, you're not staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you move north far enough and you run into uh, he could be part of the Rohirrim. And I was saying I, I didn't think so at first, but then I thought he handled the horse pretty well. He fought on the horse really well. So uh, that's their thing in Rohan. So he could be maybe he becomes the founder of Rohan, maybe in which case they're also kind of shady from time to time. So it's, you know, it would make sense, but I think there's a lot of options for him right now. I think I I'm still clinging with him to the obvious. And that is there's enough darkness in that dude that he could, and he was very proud to be King there at that point. Right. Like he liked that these people were Hazan the shit out of him. And so it wouldn't shock me if he gets one of, if he's the witch yeah, king, the witch king, I still think that's yeah. a good lead candidate. Yeah, it would make sense him or Theo, one of the two, because now Theo is while he's not necessarily of a royal descent, he you know his mom has now become like a legend. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and his phrase, he said like he misses the power, feels guilty. I mean that there that triggered warning bells off in my head. I'm like. That he literally is talking like he held the ring of power, and in a way, he basically held the, a form of it, just not the, in a ring. 
Yeah. Yeah, so I could see Theo being the becoming the Witch King as well. I, I think th- I think that's one of the things that I'm so impressed with this show about is there is so many shows that take something like this, this format, right? Well-known content and like even the Star Wars content that we've seen up to this point, they take the obvious things and they lean into the obvious for the fan service. And I appreciate that as a fan. But I like this show because they haven't full on leaned into any of the obvious things. And I think that's really impressive because I think our natural tendency would be to let's do it. Let's make this person this and let's make it obvious and give it away. So the fact that they're slow playing the shit out of this show and who's who they're giving you some major characters but there's some major characters that we should be seeing or we're expecting to seeing that, that we haven't seen yet. And I think that takes a massive amount of patience. And that's really cool that they're, it, it keeps me guessing. And I, the fact that I can ask these questions, I love it. Oh yeah. They don't tell you anything. Yeah. I'm still holding out that Hal Brand is the king of the dead. in return of the king. I would king like of the dead that. As a spear, Hal Brand uses a spear. Yeah. I, I that like that. But I'm okay with him being anything, which is like, you don't get that in the show. No, I'm yeah. okay with Witch Keen. I'm okay with Keen of the Dead. As long as he gets to be somebody, I'd be kind of upset. Well, I think that's the exciting thing is there's so many things we know that will come to be, and we don't even know all the players in this yet. And so that's why I, I still go back to I'm glad that Adder is not dead because I really like his character and especially after that conversation really am intrigued by his motivations and i wanted to see more of that continue that's I, honestly the thing i'm happy about the most is i i hope we get to see more yeah yeah it's exciting i i think that there's anything that can things. prolong sauron or whatever else and we can i would love to have him take us through season one if not in the season if he has to die at the end of season one that's fine uh but if we can go into season two with that and keep building like that's to me always the making of a good show. Can you give me a compelling villain that I care about that drives in? Because all the the good characters, like I like Ladro, but man, I'm really intrigued by the other side of, of things and the motivations and all these covert. You just know a lot of these people have to go bad, like like Theo, for instance, or Halloran or whatever. And I think that's when I'm already really excited about when we know we're going to multiple seasons of the demise of some of these people and how that happens. Um, and then the rise of Sarm. there's just so many budding possibilities and what this is only, what episode is this? The fourth one, the fifth, six. Oh, six. Jeez. Look at that. And yeah, we only got two left. Oh, that makes me sad. We have two left and they're so, yeah, I just got sad. Yeah. I'm actually okay with it because I, as you guys are, as you're talking about that, like I would love for it to end with Adar still having the capability of, there being a possible showdown with Sauron. Like if he's telling the truth and he actually fought him and killed the physical form he was in at that time, like I'd be seriously intrigued to see now we have him coming back and how's that going to play out for Adar and the orcs, right? Like do the orcs turn on this father figure that they've adopted to, do we have an orc on orc battle? Cause that should be interesting, right? Like I think they've set up some very interesting things that you'd, I didn't expect them to set up, which is impressive. And and I so I'm I'm very impressed with what they're doing with this show. I I we talked a lot of shit, Alec and I, in the first three oh, episodes. Well, yeah, because they didn't let me know what was going on. As yeah, soon as yeah, you yeah. told me that there is no timeline, I was all in. Yeah, but since then, it's been really 
really intriguing, really good. So I'm I'm happy with what uh, the show's awesome. I'm all yeah. in. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I was not expecting good old Mount Doom to make an appearance in episode six, right? Like we just watched the creation and what a dope way to do it. You just shut turn you open a dam and you've in everybody thinks you're digging tunnels to attack the town. Mm-hmm. No, dude, we're making pathways to get water to a freaking under an underground volcano that hasn't erupted for who knows how long. How do they know where to put that? They got they got orcs that are engineers out here wearing little engineering hats and performing equations. I mean, I didn't know they I'm, were that smart. I'm sure Mordor. I'm sure. Sorry, I'm sure uh, Sauron knew about it, like going up, because that's how you have that map, right? That's laid out. He knew where Mordor was going to be for a good long time. Fair. And so that was, had to have been part of it was understanding the the fact that Mount Doom could be Mount Doom, right? So. All right. That, I mean. No, I just love it. It let's, works. Let, no, let's let's create so much steam that we create a volcanic explosion. I, it was so dope. I loved it. I mean, just everybody's in the middle of thinking we just won. No, so not knowing that was going to be Mount Doom when it was happening, I was like, "Are they waking up?" Sorry, I was like, "He just said he killed them." I was like, "What's happening here?" Right when it went off, I was like, "Oh, I should have seen this coming." Yeah, I was completely when he put the sword in. When the old man put that sword in, I was like, "What's he doing? Like, what is this key?" And then all of a sudden, it just opened the dam, and I'm like what's that going to do? <laughs> I mean, so you're just going to flood the South. Like I don't. So was Sauron just yeah. waiting to do that? Like he died before he could do, it, but he set up everything to do it. That's, I mean, clearly what it seems like, but he was just waiting for the right time. But then he, he was killed. I don't know that Sauron would have done it that way. Like he's got enough magical abilities and he's got, should have at least some contact with some Balrog that would be able to, create some help there with some magical properties, things of that nature. So I don't know that that would have been his intention to light up the volcano that way, but certainly he knew what Mordor, what the Southland could be based on mm-hmm. that was always his choice. But I mean, it was always Morgoth's choice to be in the South as well. Like they all were pretty well determined to be down South. So yeah, I don't know if it was Sauron's play because he kept going north and north and north and north. True. And then Adar got tired of going north and went south. Yeah. Better weather, better defense position, not as many elves. It's perfect. It's true. Um, so I don't know if Sauron was even involved with this. Maybe just a opportunity that Adar well, took. Yeah. He's, he's going to be happy later. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that would be an interesting twist, right? That, like... It's talked so much about how Sauron created Mordor, but at the same time, what if he didn't? Yeah, you know the winners I mean? just, write the history books, so yeah. So he just kind of took Told it everybody. over, right? And <laughs> I think that's an interesting twist. And then he just told everybody he created. It. Yeah, exactly. It's, Who's going to question him? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody's going to ask it. To, How'd you do it? Shut up. <laughs> the last thing I want to say is I hate <laughs> I hate her name, Brawin, but Bronwyn, however you say, when you can take an arrow close to the heart and you can live to tell the tale and be an OG and lose a ton of blood, like I was like, you know what? I'll respect the name now. Yeah. I like her though. I like Bronwyn. 
she's a tough cookie. I like the old man that took an arrow in the back. That that was kind of sad. I was like, yeah, you guys got played, but it is what it is. is it, I, so one thing I was thinking is they were riding these horses in from the river and like their full go, freaking go gallop. <laughs> I'm like, you just told me on the ship it's a day's ride once you hit the river off once you park it on the river you're gonna kill those horses before they <laughs> get to the south like, hey they're numenor Jesus. horses they're special man i did find it interesting that like galadriel like powered up her horse mid run i was like well, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it was a throwback him. to the first lord of the rings with uh i'm gonna figure her the elves name arwen Arwen. Yeah, she did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I did also like that Elendil could talk to his horse like Aragorn yeah. could. So they gave that little Easter egg in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, okay. I like that. That was yep. cool. That stuff lasted even down into the Rangers. Love it. All right. Well, there it is. Anything else we need to talk about? It was a good episode. Huh? It was really I'm good. Looking forward to more. Yeah. Not looking forward to next week as much because I think we're going to spend a lot of time with the Harfoots. Probably. Uh, and I'm so excited at where we're at right now that I don't think I could wait another week for the season finale. To get I back. didn't think about that. Yeah. You're a fair, very fair point. I mean, I, I like the Harfoots. I, I enjoy too. their storyline. But after they leave me on a cliffhanger like that, to if, if we don't get any more from it, I'll be a little bit peeved. Well, based on the trailer, we have to at least, because there's that shot of galadriel standing up and the sky is like orange and she's covered in in uh she realizes she's fired (laughs) yeah so she's covered in like soot and ash so i mean i think we'll at least see some of the aftermath but i i I don't think you can have another self-contained episode of just down south i think there's too much going on with two episodes left hang out with jj's little people Dude, I love the Harfoots. I think they're funny. I she Nori cracks me up, dude. Like, yeah, I like the Harfoots. I'm excited. But that night, I'm really intrigued by the Stranger. So, you would make a very good Hobbit, JJ. What are the the ones that uh, the Southville, whatever, and like the Sackville Baggins? Yeah, you just you'd be a good little like cursing Hobbit, JJ. Just be one of those ornery little efforts. Dude, I'd be sitting in the freaking green dragon just drinking my ass off. like, <laughs> Or whatever the hell that pub was that they end up in. It's down in the the yeah, Shire. JJ, a little salty little hobbit. Mm-hmm. I would be, too. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. Um, Matson, tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah. Uh, as you heard us talk about at the beginning, uh, check us out on What's a Verdict uh on, at Patreon uh, to see our three different tiers. You can be like our super listener, Charles, here and help us uh, see what movies we want to review. Uh, you can l- watch exclusive trailers uh, for movies that are coming out that we're doing as well. Um, and then you can also recommend a, well, not even like you can uh, tell us what movie you want us to watch and we will just do it, which is not always fun, but very much appreciated. Uh, beyond that, check us out on, on TikTok, uh, Facebook, and Instagram for social media, especially TikTok. Alex doing some great things. Got a lot of uh, uh, Rings of Power content up there right now. You all seem to be gobbling that up. And then um, you can listen to us over good podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, uh, search What's Our Verdict Reviews. And our website is under a deconstruction and getting a facelift. We're excited for that to come out here shortly. And again, just appreciate you all listening. 
Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Manson. Yeah. Appreciate it. As always, uh, we'll be back here in a moment to finish up and talk about uh, House of the Dragon. But we, so stick with us. Be patient. We'll be back in a few seconds. But yeah, thank you. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. What? But not really. <laughs> Cinematic out. <laughs>